Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Hello and welcome to the podcast where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered. If you're new to the show, uh, first off, thanks for being here. I know you have a lot of shows to listen to, a lot of podcasts you probably subscribe to, uh, so I'm honored that you're here. Um, Like I said, if you're new, this is how it works. So listeners just like you send in questions about nutrition, fitness, fat loss, weight loss, strength training, really anything health, fitness, and nutrition related, and I answer them here on the show. Uh, If you have a question that you would like to send in to be answered, you can do that on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. That's how you can find me. And then on my story, every single Sunday, you'll see a question box that says, ask me a question. That is where uh, you can send in as many questions as you would like. I always say the more the merrier. I love answering questions. So, you know, if you got five questions, cool, go nuts. Uh, The questions that we will be talking about today... Uh, We'll be talking about grip strength, how to improve that. We're also going to be discussing what are the best exercises or workouts to strengthen your thighs and your booty. All right. So that's what we're going to be talking about uh, today. Like I said, if you have questions, make sure you find me on Instagram to go ahead uh, and send those in. And if you want more free information, like let's see, we have guides, articles. Um, We have four guides for free right now. Uh, We have a coronavirus guide for working out at home a guide to better arms, a guide to a better butt, and then we also have a guide to protein, managing your protein intake and things like that. Um, So you can get all of that absolutely free at PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. And lastly, before we get started, if you enjoy this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family, let them know that they can come here to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Okay, so you guys will have to forgive me uh, for the next few episodes. Usually what I do when I get these questions, um, as they're being sent in on Instagram, or I guess right before the my story is about to hit the 24-hour mark, <clears throat> excuse me, um, what I do is I take a screenshot. That way I can see who sent the question. I can read the question. Um, but I forgot to take the screenshot. So I had to go back through a highlight and then just pull the questions from there. But because of that, I don't have the, the handle uh, of the individual that sent in the questions. So if it's your question... Um, and I don't acknowledge that it was yours. I apologize. Uh, I hope you get over it because you should, (laughs) uh, but, uh, after these next three episodes or so, we should be back on track. So, um, the first question that we're going to discuss today, how do you improve grip strength for dumbbell slash barbell exercises? So this is something that I, uh, that I have come across a lot with my, uh, clients that are women. I, I caught myself there. I almost said female clients. Oh, but instead, I said clients that are women. So all you sensitive people out there should be very proud of me. Um, so a lot of the clients that I train that are women, this is something that I come across quite a bit. Hey, I can I can deadlift far more than uh, <clears throat> my grip can handle. Uh, I know my legs can handle more weight than my grip can. Um, it's just a, a common tendency for women to have more lower body strength than uh, grip strength. And that's perfectly fine. So we have to figure out how to get more grip strength so we can improve um, the lifts that, uh, that are, uh, demanding on our lower body. We can apply more load that way. Cause if we, let's say we can do, you know, 200 pounds on a deadlift, but your grip can only handle 150 where we we're kind of at an issue here because then you won't be able to add more load to that deadlift to make your legs stronger, grow your butt, things like that. Okay. Um, so there are a few different things I recommend. One, we need to look, we need to address grip strength. 
Uh, we also need to address grip endurance, grip strength endurance. Those are two kind of different things, but they can also blend together a little bit. Now, when I say grip strength, what I mean is the um, the amount of force that you can produce by gripping something, okay? Like if you were to squeeze something as hard as you possibly can, the amount of force that you can produce there, okay? Now, that's 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 an element. It's it's an element of grip strength, certainly, um, but is not. it's not necessarily one that can drastically improve the way your your um, your hands hold onto a bar for 30 seconds straight. We want to address more of the strength endurance there. So sure, we do need to be strong. That's extremely important. But we also need to be able to keep that strength up for a long duration of time, okay? For example, during a set of 8 to 10 deadlifts <clears throat> or doing pull-ups. So we need, to, we need to be able to have that grip strength last. We need to have that endurance. So there are a few things that I recommend. Um... First things first, like I said, to increase that strength, any sort of, I mean, squeezing exercise, it's going to sound silly, I know, but it's legitimate. Those, those tools that, um, that they made that you can just like, they're like, uh, it's almost like a clip that you would put on a bar for the end of your weights, but it's made for you to just squeeze in and out. A very stiff version of those would certainly help you increase your strength as far as how hard you can grip. Um, that's one thing you can do, but I like to go towards the strength endurance route and just increase the weight on that one because I feel like it translates a little bit more over to the actual movements that you're doing. Now for that, I, I recommend tons of different things. Um, one of my favorites, uh, although it's more inconvenient, is to stick your hands in a big old bucket of rice um, and just kind of massage that rice. And it's going to sound silly and absurd, um, but it's actually kind of hard for your fingers and hands to move freely in that rice. And so your, your, your forearm muscles are going to need to do a lot to try to make that happen. That can be a good stimulus there. Um, another one I recommend, this is going to sound silly, um, but this one is just hang, hang off a, hang off of a bar, like a pull-up and try to add weight. So wear a weight belt that you can strap weight onto or hold a medicine ball between your legs, whatever you would like to do, wear a vest, add a lot of uh, added resistance to your body weight and then just hang off of a pull-up bar and see how long you can go. And then over time, try to improve that. But adding resistance is going to be important too, because then it's going to translate more towards you actually pulling and using resistance when you're doing those other lifts. Um, another one is using a towel. So you can hang off of a, so you put a towel, like a little hand towel. You have two of them. You wrap it over the pull-up bar. Uh, and then you grab both ends with one hand, grab the other towel, wrap it over the pull-up bar, you grab both ends with the other hand, um, and hang and hold yourself up that way. The grip is going to be much different. It's going to be a lot harder because you don't have like a, you know, a monkey grip, like a fingers over the bar grip. You're just kind of holding the towel and trying to keep your body weight from pulling you down. That's another really good one. Now, one of the better ones that is a little bit more convenient for people that I always recommend is farmer's walks. Okay. You can use <clears throat> really anything for this. Um, dumbbells, you can use, uh, uh, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? A trap bar. Uh, I, I don't know why I couldn't get that. You can use dumbbells, uh, a trap bar. And basically what you're doing is you're getting a lot of weight there and you're just trying to walk with it as far as you can before those things drop and then try to increase that over time. The one that I really enjoy, one version that I really enjoy is a, uh, is like a plate pinch farmer's walk. We did this in high school all the freaking time. Um, and I remember our coach would come over and drill our forearms, try to get us a drop them. He must've been bored. Uh, so you're going to pinch a plate, like a weight plate. You're going to pinch it with your fingers straight. Okay. Using the grooves on the weight plate to stick your, your, the, the points of your fingers under is it's kind of cheating. Uh, and it's not going to really, I, I don't want to say it's not even that's more so cheating. It's just, you're wasting your time because you're not asking your grip strength to be any better. So your fingers are straight, thumb is straight, and you're just pinching that plate. 
Uh, and the same thing, you're just going to walk. You don't have to walk, but you can just walk um, to walk around, walk in a straight line, super slow, and just hold those things as long as you possibly can. The wider those plates are going to be, the harder it's going to be to grip. Okay. Uh, this is why I like sometimes, you know, okay, let's, this is a crazy example for someone that's super strong. But if, if a guy says, Hey, I, I think 45s are too easy for me to hold. I'll be like, great. Pinch two 45s in there. Okay. Or pinch two 25s, you know? So that's what we'll try to work on there. But wherever you're at, you can, the wider you pinch, the harder it's going to be. So you can, you can use two or three plates, um, or just one if you're good there too. So those are some, those are some things that I recommend, uh, for grip, st- grip strength. And another thing I wanted to touch on though, is that um, <clears throat> what a lot of people will do is they'll say, okay, I need to deadlift 200 pounds, but I know I can't do it. Um, so what I'm going to do is just wear wrist straps and that's it, which is fine. Wrist straps can be a very valuable tool because you don't want to regress your lower body stuff when you're, when your grip can't really catch up yet. But at the same time, you don't want to not challenge your grip strength. So what I recommend people do in that situation is like, okay, well, do you think you can get, you can hang on to one, hang on to the barbell for one, one rep during that 200 pound deadlift? Uh, during that set. And they say, yeah, I can definitely do that. Okay, well, cool. Do as many as you can with just your natural grip. And then once you're burnt out and your hands can't hold on any longer, then you can incorporate those wrist straps. Um, but you just, you just you need to make sure that you're challenging your grip um, every time you're lifting in order for it to improve because otherwise everything's going to improve without it and leave it behind. Okay. So that is what I recommend there. Next question uh, is what are the best workouts to strengthen your thighs and bur- booty? So I think with a lot of, I've noticed a lot of people like on TikTok, especially they get exercise and workouts um, mixed up. So I think they meant exercises when they said this, I don't know, but workout is going to be a series of exercises that you do for a workout to work out your body and exercise is going to be one individual movement. Okay. Now, as far as workouts go, uh, there are millions of different variables and I can't give any single um, person the best answer as far as what's best going to be for you, how best you can structure your exercise programming, um, how best you can structure your sets, reps, weights, things like that. Unless I know your history, then I can help you out with that. But I just, I can't take a shot in the dark as far as being, you know, what's the best workout, but um, I can definitely talk about exercises. Uh, There are, there are really two different parts to these booty exercises or, but I hate saying, why do I say booty? Uh, These butt building exercises that um, that are touched on so much. You see a lot of fitness influencers talking about, you got to do hip thrusts. And then you'll see a lot of people say, you got to put a band around your thighs and do these like sighing, lying side leg raises, things like that. Um, so I, I feel like I need to break it up into two different elements. That'll make it easier to understand to, to activate your glutes, to have an easier time feeling your glutes work, like actually feeling the mind muscle connection. Isolation movements are likely going to be better. Okay. Um, and what I mean by isolation is that not too many other muscles are working, only your glutes are working. So you can really, really focus on that glute or on those glutes. A good example of this would be a single leg glute bridge. So you're laying on your back on the ground. You're only one leg. You're using one leg to drive through the ground. And then you're going to bring your hips up by squeezing your glute. That's an isolation movement. Okay. That's going to really help you feel that glute engage and work. Um, a glute kickback would be another one. Um, what else? Some swimmers might be another one. Uh, but they're, they're, they're low load movements that allow you to really squeeze that glute muscle and feel that mind muscle connection and establish a connection, a connection between your mind and that muscle. Okay. Now those are at the problem is those are advertised as exercises that will help you build your butt. Because what people think is the more I feel it, the more it's going to build my butt, which is not true. 
What needs to happen for the muscles to grow and change over time is that volume needs to increase. You need to have some form of progressive overload. Okay. So um, all that means is so volume is weights times sets times reps. Okay. If your volume is increasing week over week, then you are going to uh, call your, you demand your glutes to grow. If the volume around your glutes is increasing week over week. Um, and that usually can be done. You, you know, you can have your typical phase one, this many sets, this many, um, reps, phase two, this many sets, this many reps, phase three, uh, same thing. But other than that, don't make it so complicated. As long as you're trying to add more weight than you did last time, you will have some form of volume, volume increase and progressive overload, uh, over time. And that's, what's going to get you to, um, uh, sorry, demand those glutes to grow. Another element of that is the load that you can apply. Okay. Uh, the, when the load that you can apply is greater, the likelihood that your muscle responds is greater. Okay. So you can apply a much heavier load to a squat, for example, than you could a kickback, a kickback. You're going to get lucky with like 30 pounds. All right. Uh, on a squat, you can apply hundreds of pounds of, of load. Okay. And if you already have established that mind muscle connection with your glutes, you know how to feel them work, how to feel them squeeze, feel them contract, then you're good to go. Uh, and applying that load with that heavier movement because you know your muscles will be, your glute muscles will be doing the work, all right? So you need to have that heavy load, that heavy stimulus that says, hey, you, you're being demanded to grow right, right now. You, I'm putting you up against a wall. You have no other option uh, but to grow. And movements like that are usually compound movements. Because there are other joints and other muscles involved, you can apply a greater load with less risk of injury. So you have things like squats, Bulgarian split squats. Those are some of my favorite as far as getting the glutes. Um, you can do hip thrusts, uh, deadlifts and any other form or variation of a lunge. Those are exercises that will definitely, definitely allow you to apply a lot of load to those glutes to get them to grow over time. So there's your answer. That's all I got for you on these two questions. Uh, guys, thank you for being here. I uh, really appreciate it. And I, I know you have another, a lot of other podcasts to listen to maybe somewhere people aren't stumbling like I am today. My gosh. Um, but I'm thankful that you're here. If you enjoyed this episode, uh, spread the love, share it with your friends and family, let them know that this is where they can go to get their health, fitness, and nutrition questions uh, answered. And then remember, if you have a question that you want to get a- uh, answered on the show, you can submit it on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman fit. Uh, and every single Sunday, you'll see a question box on my story that says, ask me a question. That is, excuse me, your green light to submit as many questions as uh, you would like. And then lastly, if you want more free information, free guides on fitness, fat loss, stuff like that. Uh, you can get all of that for free at pullmanfitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is the podcast. <laughs>